0: Welcome to This is Football. Bienvenidos a This is Football. Another Tuesday, another episode, and a new face on the podcast, as everybody can see. We want to welcome Nico Cantor to the podcast. He's a friend of the show, he's a friend of all of us. We all grew up playing together. Um, so thank you very much, Nico, for joining us on this. Uh, Daniel. Night.
1: Daniel Socio. thank you uh, to you, to Nico. Uh, to Renier and all the people here on, on this is football I'm, I'm super stoked for you guys and, and this project so uh it's uh thank it's you, great mama. to be on on this on these early stages so all the best to you guys as well
0: thank you thank you so let's get into to today's topics we're gonna hit some moments of the weekend like we always do and then we really want to get into the to the focus of the show which is really about you Nico um you know one of your uh, videos kind of uh, went viral and took off. A- and That's you know me. I, I want to share it with, uh, with our followers a little bit later. And we you know, kind of want to dive into you and kind of what you do with your life uh, in, in the soccer world. And uh, we know how, how, involved, uh, how involved you are with that. So uh, we'll go into that and then maybe some U.S. men's national team. And then we'll finish off with uh, our favorite topic, Inter Miami. I don't know if you know this, but uh, this is the fourth year. Inter Miami's been playing. I know you know that, but this was my first game that I've ever been to live at the Drive Park or Drive Pink Stadium. Oh, nice! So, so Saturday was my first game. So, you know, we have some videos and uh, we want to talk about uh, our experience. I went out there with Socio, and uh, so we'll, we'll, it was we'll definitely talk about that. So, let's get uh, let's get into the moments of the weekend. And uh, just like that, my moment of the weekend, you know, has to be my first time ever at, at Drive Pink Stadium. So there, there's my moment of the weekend. There was me and Socio <laughs> right there. Uh get out of campus, we had a good time. We had a good time with uh we did. you know with La Barra. They do a really, really special thing out there. You know, we'll get into it a little bit later in the show, but this was my my moment of the weekend. Uh and then I want I want Socio to get into his moment of the weekend because it's a little bit deeper than mine. Um and, and it kind of touches the hearts of uh it kind of hits the home of, of, of the This Is Football podcast. So uh, so also go you know, go ahead. I'll play the video and then I'll let you go ahead. No.
2: Nice. <laughs> I to explain what the video is about. This is about a great friend. Someone I can call my best friend, Nico, producer and host, and creator of This Is Football podcast. Today, officially on remission cancer free mm-hmm. we can say wait we can cuss in here right i'm allowed okay. to right we can say yeah. fuck cancer officially okay. beautiful day beautiful day and we're surrounded by friends family it was beautiful it was beautiful and i want to send nico a shout out i love you man and it's beautiful my brother you came out a winner Todo gracias a Dios, papa.
0: so uh... yeah, that's
2: my clip of the week so thank Turn you. My bright
0: note. Yeah, thank you, Socio, for sharing that. And uh, like you said, you know, F Cancer, uh, you know, we love you, Nico. And uh, Nico Cantor, you, you you didn't know that we that uh, that you were gonna have to share a moment of the week, or or if you know, you know, if we were gonna ask you. But if you have a moment of the week, you know, we don't have a video or anything. But is there anything you can recall that you can share with us uh, that uh, that could be your moment of the week?
1: Yeah. So for sure, there's nothing that can be that video that we saw let me just say a little words uh a little bit about nico nico is the most hard-working person in in this industry that i know he's relentless in in everything that he wants to do and and he has these visions and he creates and uh when i started in this industry i had the bad luck of sitting next to nico for three years and you know, had to get bullied by him. And through bullying, we became very good friends. And and I got to learn a lot from him and, and his professionalism. And, you know, when we found out this news of, of, of his cancer, we were all touched. But the fact that he was able to persist, like he does in his professional job. And and, and now with this challenge, sure. he's been able to persist and, and go Come, go over any obstacle that has presented to him in his life, um, you know. And as a friend, it's very touching to see him win. It's it's a victory that you know life yeah. has has given him through you know strength, his faith, his family, uh, his kids. And um, I'm 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 super glad that this is where we are. And uh, yeah, it's it's honestly it's well it's. It's, it's amazing to see.
0: Yeah, and uh, I rarely drink on these episodes, but today
1: I have the boot. <laughs> I filled it all the I, way I to need, the top. I need, a, <laughs> I need a little gear to celebrate as well.
0: But this one, I'll, I'll give you a, a second.
1: seat over here. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, no, wait.
0: This is, you know, this, is, this one's for Nico, so.
1: Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I taught Nico how to serve mate, so at least that came in handy. Oh, there thank God, go.
0: man, because he served me once. And let me tell you, la verdad que it, yeah. it, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to teach I, him better. I, the first time that, that his son Enzo, I think <laughs> actually drank mate, was at my house and I made it for him. And uh, he, you know, he loved it. So so if Enzo right. is, is out there listening and, and you're still drinking mate, brother, you know, I was the one who thought you, out, I, Enzo. I served you your first one. So.
1: <laughs> so, oh, hey. by the way, now now that I can mention my moment of the weekend, uh, since Nico had Nico had such a beautiful moment this week he also had a horrendous moment losing to Boca Bellis eh, <laughs> lost to Boca this weekend with a man up they had tied the game and immediately after they had tied the game they Boca goes down a man too. and they still lost so you know life is about balances the yin and the yang uh, it was uh, you know a little bitter moment. But that little bitter moment doesn't compare with, with the amazing with the amazing remission that uh, uh, announcement that, that you know, we all saw on social media today and, and on this show.
0: It's funny. You
2: we were, were watching, were, that, you game were watching with, that game yeah, we with Nadia Guachín in the stands de la Barra Brava de Inter Miami. Texting Nico.
0: one uno. uno. <laughs> Roja.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nunca so. respondió. Just left us all uh, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So let's uh let, let let's get into the rest of the show here. So, you know, I wanna start off uh quickly with a a little video for our listeners, uh to kind of introduce uh Nico if if you don't already know him. You know, he's he's been all over, you know, all over uh Tudene, Univision, uh with uh CBS the Golazo show. So if you don't know him from there, um you're gonna definitely know him from this clip. Um so let's go right into it.
1: Marruecos, 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 y rezarán, Allah, 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 Allah,
2: Man, the last 20
0: seconds. The build-up to this is <laughs> I know, I know. I couldn't share, you know, the whole thing. Cause, but but let, let me tell you, you know, just to start off, how, how could you not watch that and, and just, you know field not like not touched I mean unbelievable unbelievable um I know you know you had a, a few a few questions on on that for you so I'll, I'll let social go off before I hit you with a tough one at the end
2: first and foremost
0: how did it feel to go viral allá because
2: that hit hard over there I saw comments and retweets dude pegou duro How was that? How was still?
1: It's like anything I post about Morocco now on my on my social media, it's the reception I get is unbelievable. Uh, Um, I, I didn't expect to go that viral in Morocco because it's in another language, Um, uh, and the love and the how I felt touched by the amount of people that have reached out to me because of a, yeah. because of a, of a of, and it's not even a goal call. It's, it's a commentary at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, it's only soccer can do that. An Argentine American, an Argentine Honduran American kid broadcasting for a Spanish language radio station for the US goes Boy, viral Joe. in, in Morocco. Um, yeah. And, and you know, it's, there's so many key moments that led to, you know, th- this incredible relationship I I formed with, with the country of Morocco and its people. Yeah. It's the instance, right? It's the quarterfinals of the World Cup. They made it to um, the semifinals of the World Cup. In fact, it's crazy how destiny works. My dad, we're doing... They were doing assignments, and he told me, "Look, I, for the quarterfinal, I can give you Brazil, Croatia, but that means that you won't be able to see Argentina at the stadium. But if I don't, if if you don't do if you don't do Brazil, you'll do Morocco, Portugal, and I had done Portugal, Switzerland the, the a couple days before. So and I wanted to watch Argentina at the stadium, so." Um I said, yeah, let's let's do it. of course. I mean any quarterfinal game is is amazing and it's the right place, the right time and the feeling I got in that moment, everything that you see there is genuine it's it's I didn't rehearse it, I didn't practice Man. it, it was just I, I in that I was, I was getting so hyped in that moment because you live for those type of moments to see, to witness that life. And it was, uh, and it was happening. And, 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 you know, as we were getting closer to the 90th, it was like, yo, they're going to qualify. They're going to beat happening, It's happening. It's happen- yeah, it's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I wanted to step up to the moment because I could see, yeah. I was looking around. I was just conscious of, of the moment. Yeah. They, man, they were Suffering the Moroccans, they were like having panic attacks, like the, yeah. their heavy breathing. You can see in their chest, their you face, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And,
1: when, and when they won, as I'm looking around, you know, and, and you see that they're crying, there's this release, yeah. it's like this cathartic moment. And,
2: and the key oh, to the
1: whole thing going really viral was the Allah, Allah, Allah part. Claro. And I, you know, like right. I, it came naturally to me because I saw it them is, praying, is, and and you know, in 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 many uh, northern African countries, Arabic countries, Middle Eastern countries, especially being in the Middle East, how important it was that for the first time ever, not only it was an African country, but a uh, mainly Muslim country qualifying to the semi-final, and at that stage, with the whole world watching them, they were players kneeling and, and, and praying yeah. and i thought it was such a symbolic moment because it had never happened in in, in the history of 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 the world cup so i kind of right. wanted to transmit that feeling and once yeah. now after my trip to morocco i realized that if i yeah. had not said a la 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 it wouldn't no, have been that that no, was key to everything
0: yeah. well I'm glad I, I, you brought I, I, that up.
2: give me one yeah. second I'm glad you brought that up Nico oh that you about your recent trip how was that the how's the Moroccan culture and how's how's that atmosphere now a couple months still after the World Cup and even though what they did how was that
1: so I think these guys are gonna be heroes forever um because not only did they cheat achieve the you know something sp- so glorious, they achieved something unthinkable. Nobody, nobody in Morocco thought that they were going to make the semifinals of the World Cup. Impossible. Impossible. Semifinals of the World Cup? I think you can say on.
0: nobody in the world thought that Morocco yeah, would know, You know, yeah. maybe, maybe only them, you know, believe that they can make it as a well, team. Not, not a even them. Player, you like, not even. As, as, as a player. So, yeah, as a player, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. believe you can make it. Right. But I'm saying nobody in the world if you would have told if you would have said before the World Cup started I guarantee you maybe one percent of the world would have had Morocco in the semifinals
1: right totally odd yeah,
0: better but I right
1: and, and and crazy enough now that I've gotten to I've learned a lot about the Moroccan culture and I've learned a lot about their football culture they love football they are yeah. crazy for football I I think they're perhaps one of the most underrated soccer countries in the world. When it comes to atmosphere, when it comes to passion of the fans, like it's not just like I went to the Club World Cup and I saw Dad, which is one of the main teams in in Casablanca. I saw Widad against um, Al-Hilal from Saudi Arabia and the Widad fans were nonstop like, all that whistling, remember the whistling in in, in Qatar when they wouldn't have a ball? Sh- yeah, yeah. Sh- the whole it, time, it, 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 it. it was that for 90 minutes, and we, Dad, yeah. didn't have a lot of possession. They wouldn't, you know, I would think, okay, first 20, no. The
2: it, it, whole it, no, no.
1: game, and the chanting, and it's, it's very much, it's different to South America because they don't sing, it's not like going to... Uh, a game in Argentina or a game in, in Uruguay where they're singing their songs, long songs, yeah. a lot of lyrics. It's more chanting, but it's like it's it's super Intense. intimidating because everybody's uh-huh. there, and and on top of that, it's organized. The tifos that they have, they had a, yeah. they had a crazy tifo for for that game at the Club World Cup. But it happens every weekend at in, in 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 Morocco, and it's not just. Raja, and it's not just Widad. It's the teams in Rabat. It's the teams in Tangier. It's the teams everybody has. Yeah, this, the whole you know, team. they, they want to show the support. And, and on top of that, to finish, to round up this thought, to make it so unique, I think a great example of this fandom and how healthy it is, is in the derby. In Raja against Widad, they play in the same stadium in, in Casablanca. And half of the stadium is Raja and half of the yeah. stadium is, really? is with that. And they see it as a weakness when you fall into violence, when 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 you take oh, okay. it overboard in that sense. If you're fighting, that means that they're chanting you God love. to you, and you don't have a response in so the yeah, family. Yeah. You, know, you just got to wow. chant louder and sing a song and return it with a song. And once the game That's is sick. over, it's done. Whereas in South America... You know
0: yeah. a, a lot of times, sí, so sí. yeah, That that
1: yeah. provocation ends up in yeah. hey, fights and in the nineties and in in well there's deaths, you know yeah. happen. So um I, I thought that was that was unique. And I think it's it's a microcosm of, of the Moroccan culture in general about how generous and understanding and, and tolerant they are. Yeah, nice. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I, I want to get back to something that that you addressed in the the first question that Socio talked about. How you said how you got so passionate, and it was just in the moment that you just kind of went with it. You know, I'm I'm always so curious. You know, I, I've been watching soccer my entire life. I'm 37 years old, so you know, I I watched your dad. You know, I I watched other you know Jorge Ramos and other people. You know, relatar, and I always wonder how how can you as kind of like an outsider, because you're not you don't you have no attachment to either team how can you get yeah. so passionate and just and just connect like that with a team and just go with it i I, I can never and I always have that trouble myself like with any team that's not national yeah. or Uruguay or whatever that I follow H- how do you do that I, I, and I'm sure a lot of our fans want to know that too
1: yeah great question actually um man I love soccer i I, I, I love it and you know I I sympathize a lot with with fans with fans and and he, because talkers about the fans at the end of the day, and uh, I I kind of get obsessed with how fans are so devoted to either like a club or or their co- their country the country, it's, it's almost it's it's easy to, 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 to empathize with what they're living because. Because I think, in in a way, we Daniel, you do it the same way with Uruguay. Uh, for the, uh, my mom and my mom's family do the same thing for Honduras. And I see how I, I see those struggles, uh-huh. you know, and I know for Honduras, uh, it, it for them to to get out of the World Cup group is massive, and I know I recognize how important that moment is. Um, And and I feel it. I'm touched by it. You know, in that commentary towards the very end, I say, por esto vivimos. This is what we live for. And when soccer gives you these moments, I just, I love how sports, Mm. only in sports can you have these type of moments. And, and, you know, every four years we wait for this to happen. And it happens Mm. and it delivers. And You know, for example, on the Golasso show where we're now we're in Europa League, for example, I've kind of gotten obsessed with the stories of Union Berlin and Freiburg, two German teams that this season have just put together these these unexpected campaigns and these fans, they can't believe it. You know, it's 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 so crazy that this is happening and and. You you can't help but want them to win. Obviously, you got to be objective, right? I can't be like like in the final moment yeah. getting eliminated. But right. like this, this this weekend, I found myself like Bayern scored against Union. They they cooked them, and I was like, oh, this conceded earlier. Like no, no, this right, is right, right. Right. you know, I wanted, I wanted, I want Union to win because it's it, those are the amazing stories. First of all, it's an underdog story, and how uh, how can you not? Hey. Um, and 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 you just you just end up falling in love with these stories, and, and I think soccer is sports, um, but especially soccer because I think soccer allows you to have such a cross cultural understanding of so many things that no other sport can give you. Like I know so much about uh, Turkey. I became I have some of my best friends in, in from life. I, I became they their Turkish and th- the first topic of conversation, soccer. And I've gotten no, no, to no. know, I know the Turkish super league, one of the best <laughs> leagues I know because of my friends, you know, and, and, and right, it, right, it's right. a cross-cultural thing. Nah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm glad that you brought up the, the golazo show. Cause I kind of wanted to head into that direction next. And, and I know, you know, Socio has something special that he wants to, he wants to ask you there at, at the end, mm-hmm. um, but but before we get into the you know in into the Golazo show, you meant I mean you mentioned you know how how in- 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 and I mean I, I I can understand and I can empathize with with Morocco and getting into to the World Cup and and then I can also empathize with the uh, Union Berlin. How you say you know these underdogs? It's like a Leicester story, um, just like how you know we all empathize with Socio this season with Arsenal. It's a, Arsenal's the underdog story. Unfortunately for them. You know, it's been tough, and, and so you know, you know, in the chat you know, we're we're all empathizing with him. You know, even you, you know, even one of our one of our you, yeah. know, you know good friends, he's a champion. You you, you, he better better you, know, you, you you better win, you
1: better so. win.
0: Oh, we're
2: overachieving. I said from the beginning, top four. And I said, Oh, well, bueno, here I'll say here, para que la gente I said at the beginning of the season, Arteta. We make top four. I have to publicly apologize because I'm not gonna lie, I was Arteta out.
1: OK, if we can make it. Y ahora, Dime. y ahora
0: salen okay. No, that's a, top a, top a, a get. apologies. Salen la la and, and, <laughs> la no, he has to get Arteta's face on his butt. No, no doubt, no doubt. Absolutely, sí. no. Okay. I mean, you heard it here live. I, I mean, you heard it here live. If Arsenal wins, Socio has to get Arteta's face but on again. his butt.
2: I mean. No, 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 chill. First, but, absolutely, I mean. But, again, we're so, overachieving. We're overachieving, but yeah, right now I'm riding a high. Of course, every week I'm going to tell you, top of the league. So,
0: all right, we're going into the Golazo show. So, Nico, you've had a lot. You had a chance, you know, working on that show to work with a lot of interesting personalities. Um, You know, some of the likes of Roberto Martinez. um, You know, Socio's favorite Thierry Henry, uh, and you know some other football greats. How how has it been? You know, to to be able to be in, in the presence of some of those. You know legends and and really kind of learn from them and and i guess really just talk to them because some of us you know we, we you know we don't know we don't get the chance to do that so how, how does it feel to do that
1: yeah it's it's unbelievable it's and, and sometimes you know I, for me, it's almost never normal having a conversation with, with Thierry Henry and ex, and, and explaining. And, and sometimes at some points you're not even talking about soccer, you know, like I'm there. I could be see, talking about this, soccer all day, see, but sure, yeah. de, de, repente, de repente Henry's talking to you about something that's not soccer. And, and it's crazy. It, it's crazy how football imagined Henry is such a cultured person. And it's so, it's you knows so much about the Latino culture, for example. And we speak in Spanish, you know, we speak in Spanish, we speak in English, we speak in French. We and and but also, uh, with with, with Jamie and Micah, and um, you, you learn a lot about their perspective yeah. and the stuff that 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 they they've lived. And um, I worked with for a really long time with a uh, Gustavo Pojet, a uh, Uruguayan legend, and you know, yeah. he's had. So many stories about the Premier League back in his day before I was watching I was playing. I was I don't know like ten, nine, even young, even younger in the nineties when he was like at Zaragoza and and winning Copa America with Uruguay. But we've become friends, and you know I've been to his house and and I've met his family. He's met my girlfriend. Like uh, it's it's just kind of crazy to hear all these these stories with freddie Jumberg as well yeah. who's the most who's the most low-key guy he's the most low-key guy for how who? elite he was how, or how much he yeah, himself yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. elite. he's like the most chill person like who? like if, <laughs> if, how? If, if i if i got agrandado playing high school soccer like back in the day i thought it was the <laughs> fucking best. Like, this guy should be the cockiest, like, the yeah. cockiest of the cockiest, the most yeah. arrogant. He won the Premier League part of the Invincible.
2: Yeah.
1: Humility is 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 too little of a word for him. Like, he's more <laughs> than humble. It's crazy. Cantele queda chiquito. Cantele queda chiquito. It's crazy to see how honestly... Uh, and and it's awesome because you know we've become friends as well. And he's I've yeah. heard so like so it's, many crazy stories about the invisible, about the inner workings of Arsenal at the time with anger and stuff like that. Just you can ah. pick their brains, and and it's yeah, honestly yeah, yeah. a privilege to get to do that show and and being in London with with so many brilliant minds of football.
0: That's absolutely, great. absolutely, and 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 you know let's not let's not play it off. It's not all you know play for Nico on that show. I mean, you go over there and you have to leave your family here and, you know, your loved ones here and you go over there for a couple of weeks at a time and it's hard work. So it's not, you know, you, you go out there and spend time with these legends and all that. I mean, Nico goes out there and it's, it's, it's a tough job. So, you know, I just want, I want everybody to know that because I, I know that and then, you know, folks that don't know you personally don't know that. So it's important for them to know that it's, it, it's not an easy job that, that you do. So uh, we appreciate that you do it. And we all watch your show. So, yeah, um, right. we, Thanks, man. We, we love it. So I know I know has has something special he wants to ask you there. Uh, before I mean, we... it
2: was a question, but we already went over. Pero hey, Nico, yo get Titi to send me a shout out, Un video, un saludo. Titi. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. All
1: right, we 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 can do that.
2: There's something for that. This is this is cool. No bueno, si dale también para eso. Maria
1: Linda, eh. But but Especially so at this point, nah, not the podcast. For me, for me, for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> shoot have shoot. What he's gonna text you later. Forget, forget what Solana said. Don't listen to what Solana said, bro. Just send me the video. That's what he's gonna tell <laughs> you. That would not be. But I'm saying, like, hey, let, let's do one for the podcast. You know, if we can get two. Yeah, you're, you're right, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're so. right. All right, but let, let, let's move into the next topic. So, you know, we have Champions League coming up next week. We know that you're very involved in, in European fo- uh, football, Nico. Um, you know, we I want to get some of your takes on some of these matchups coming up. We have a lot of uh, really nice second legs coming up, so I'm going to put it up here on the screen so everybody can see. Um, so, you know, we, we've got a lot of interesting games coming up next week, a lot of close scores other than, you know, unfortunately, that that big thrashing of uh Real Madrid over Liverpool in the middle of last week. But – Other than that, I mean, every series seems to be pretty manageable and seems to be able to be, you know, turned over. So I want to know, you know, first what you think, Nico. Of of all of these, you know, legs, which do you think has the possibility of being flipped?
1: I mean, they're all pretty much in the balance. I would say that maybe Frankfurt, out of the teams that – they pretty... have very s- slim possibilities. I think Frankfurt can, Frankfurt won't, and Liverpool won't.
0: Oh, won't. Um, oh Okay. And yeah, and
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know who else? I think Bruges is gonna have a tough time winning that one. But everything else, it can go either Chelsea way. Out. Obviously, there's. I think Chelsea's gonna be out. Dortmund. Dortmund is, on, is 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 on fire right now. I don't know. I don't know with Spurs Milan. I see potential in Spurs, although it's not pretty. They're slowly finding their form. I think it's going to be great that they have Hoiberg back. They didn't have Hoiberg for the first game. And, and the midfield, when it's Bentancur and when it's Hoiberg, it's a, it's a very sí, different Spurs. When, uh, and, done, and, yeah, yeah so, but they didn't have either of them in the first leg. And Milan is this very chippy side. They're, they haven't been able to convince me at all. All, all season long, like they'll win and then they'll lose a lot. And then, the, like, I, I don't know. You don't know which Milan you're going to get. And at Spurs, there's hope. And Harry Kane can do whatever he wants. I think, I think if the, the wingers this season haven't been at the level that they were, especially Son and maybe even Kulusevsky. Like, R- last Charleston season.
2: Was they wasted money there.
1: Richarlison, R- R- uh, I don't know. I think Spurs has a possibility of turning out a round and we don't have psg Bayern can be. Bayern is not that impressive e, at the moment. Yeah. Yo, uh, e, before and, moving
2: on from Tottenham, um, Tottenham's been doing well under without Conte. These last four games that they've had a good run, it's seen Conte. It's con the interim manager. Right. Right. Well, well uh, yeah. I, got I mean,
1: it's, it's still Conte, right? It's not like he's... Like just see, see, it's, his,
0: it's his system, yeah, but somebody else running it essentially. Yeah,
1: just, just just like right now. I know Nico's watching, and he's telling you guys what to say throughout for the whole show. You know, <laughs> that's
0: what you that's think. What right? we, that's why we haven't touched Liverpool. That's what you think, but today, today it's it, right everything is right off. Not, not in the in the production. You know, that's why today the production might might be but a little. rough. Got,
1: I'll that's why. Right, that's fun. why we. That, that's why we avoided Liverpool today. You
0: know, <laughs> exactly. we're, we're gonna get into it because I'm not gonna lie. I think uh, Alvarito Rodriguez is uh, might get that's the start. Really, Might get the start, and uh, he might lay one or two on them. And uh, it'll be interesting if uh, if a young 20 year old Alvarito Rodriguez puts two on Liverpool because uh, well, he's gonna be calling you for think, the You You think?
1: He, now. You, think you think he'll start? Say it without the Uruguay shirt
2: started. on. Don't get him started. Exactly. Without That's the Uruguay shirt we're
0: on. Yes. Do you know why? I think because with with all the amount of games that Real Madrid is gonna be playing now, since since they had you know they went to the Club World Cup and they had those yeah. games, they're behind now in La Liga, so they're gonna need to have some sort of recambio. And if you're coming home and you're up three goals on Liverpool, I think it's a possibility that he starts and you rest Benzema. I, I, I don't would, know.
1: I would flip it. Who who do they have at the weekend? Real Madrid. I don't know. Let's look it up. But I would start Madrid. him at the weekend. I would start I would start him at the weekend against Yeah, the... you him
2: the last 30 minutes contra Liverpool. They have
1: on, on they have Barcelona, then they have Betis. Sunday... Betis, There's domingo, three games. They've yeah. got Barcelona, which Benzema will play. At right Betis yeah. is a big game, and I think I think Alvaro, I think he's gonna in one of those three games. Okay, for sure he's not gonna start the Barca game, and he's gonna start either Betis or Espanol. If like we're saying that he's gonna start, yeah. I think he'll start Espanol. I think yeah. I think it's way too arrogant of Real Madrid to start a young youngster but not for in, that game in a, in, yeah. a, in a Champions League match because.
2: Just because you're by three.
1: No, crazy. Hold on, hold on. The Champions League is crazy. Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool es un gigante de Europa.
0: We sí, para not forget But even with the, it, with the it, Real Madrid was... mystic that Nico, that Nico always talks about, sí, the Real Madrid para, mystic, para. Sí, about, sí. I don't know. You
2: have the, you're pushing the Uruguay agenda. But it's all gonna, no,
0: gonna, no, 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 no. But, but I agree. Li- I, I agree. It would be a little... Liverpool Liverpool
1: also has this... That the, Istanbul. I mean, yeah. the, they they football. put they scored three goals in 45 minutes. Who's to say that they can't do it in 90 minutes? Obviously,
2: and hey, it's, it's, it
1: it's, it's going to be it's very great. tough. But it's not. They're not winning by three goals against Shakhtar Donetsk. They, yeah, they yeah, can't give themselves that luxury in a Champions League match,
0: yeah, huh? Didn't Liverpool flip it on Barcelona a couple Champions Leagues ago. Say about Barcelona. Oh, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's a, it's a possibility. Yeah, it's, I mean, they, they they're not that. playing that they group. Have but, but, they, but they also have, have that, that mystic that, you know, anything can happen. Yeah. In Champions League, like you said, anything can happen. So,
1: Yeah.
0: But All right. Well, I want to get into a, another topic here because I think we, uh, we you know, we, we talked the hell out of the Champions League, sick of the Champions League. But I want to get into talking about something that we've talked a lot about lately on, on a lot of our episodes, and that's the U.S. men's national team. And I know that's something that you've been very close to, um, because that's another one of your uh, uh, you know relatos uh, that that I've heard you uh, that I've heard that you've done, and, and and it's very another another very good one. But I want to get your take on you know kind of what happened with uh, you know the whole Gio Reyna and um, you know Greg Burhalter thing, and then moving on from that, you know as a second parter. I want to know who who do you think is the favorite to become the US men's national team coach?
1: So the Gio Reina thing I think Gio's over it. Um yeah, about someone. And, and I think I I think Burhalter was done before any of this happened. Like the timeline and the sequence of events starts with a Halter at this leadership conference, where he kind of had named no names, but essentially alluded to someone with poor behavior that almost got kicked off the national team. But, but they dealt with it, and it was obviously Giorena. We found out.
2: Let's see.
1: And I think by just those are like things that you gotta keep in house. You took care of it in house. Nobody found out.
2: Okay. Done. Yeah. Leave Situation it there. Done.
1: Yeah. You don't need to say, and 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 I think by saying that and those comments leaking, Berhalter had made his own bed, um, and good. and I don't think you could have, I don't think you can regain the trust of the locker room.
0: After, See yeah. there,
1: exactly. It's it's a violation of trust. How do you have credibility with your best players if you're if you're ratting, not ratting out, but just you know, airing dirty laundry. With non soccer, with with away from the group, a... And, and and then and then the whole thing with Claudio and and, is and the mom <laughs> and <it> happens <laughs> that
2: petty as fuck, R-
1: ridiculous petty and and just a childish um Shit, that used to happen I, I in our club teams and We we just need we just need a new manager to sort things out yeah. and and turn the page. And turn the page, you know, like, it, but the thing is that someone needs to come in to that locker room that that these kids, I would say kids, I mean, they are very young. They're at least still in their early 20s that they respect, that they respect. Are you pointing to the Terry Henry shirt? Yes, 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 that's who he
0: is. You know, we've thrown around a lot of names here on the This is Football podcast. You know, we've thrown around Bielsa. We've thrown around, around Tata Martino. A couple of our guests, you know, uh, Chelo Alboa <laughs> said obviously the obvious choice would be Jesse Marsh. You know, we've talked about Jim Curtin from Philadelphia, possibly Brian yeah. from Seattle. I mean, those are the obvious. We'll do you? But but do you think it's time for the U.S. to make a splash? Because we tried they to do. make a splash back back in the day with the Jurgen with Klinsmann. Sorry, with Klinsmann, with Jurgen Klinsmann. And, 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 and I don't know if it was the right time yet to make the splash, but I think now is. And I think you're agreeing, right, Nico?
1: It, it it's time to hire someone with winning experience. And the crazy part is that they're they had the only comp- competition, really, that they're playing in is Gold Cup, that comes mm-hmm. once yeah. every and 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 Nations League, but Nations League doesn't really matter until the last two games, um, which is not good for the development. You you got to be playing. You got to find somehow to play important friendlies against top tier talent, um, because because you're gonna just gonna have glorified friendlies, Um, and who wants to come in, sit in, and and take this job? If you're an elite coach, I said we had this discussion recently on air. I forgot on which show, but I think Jose Mourinho would be a good fit for this team. I think they, the players, would give him the respect. I think the press in the United States would give him the respect, um, and and I think it would be a good fit. You know, it doesn't matter if it's or defensive. Uh, it's it's a I, for these players, they can he learn to grind out wins and get difficult wins and 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 figure it out. But the thing is, if Mourinho makes Champions League, I highly doubt. He's gonna leave Roma in the Champions League to take on the U.S. Men's National Team, where he's yeah, playing once every or three times every couple of months. So it's not easy right now. It's not easy to go find a coach. That's a there's not that many top managers available right now that you can just go pluck out of yeah. a hat and be like, hey, oh, there's a great manager, world class manager. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Roberto Martinez is in Portugal. He took a job immediately. That would have been a good fit as well. You know, there's so much talent. And I think these guys need someone that knows how to, you know, European educated, that knows how to get this talent together and take it to the next step. Because what is the next step? I, I think the U.S. had enough talent to, to beat Netherlands, for example, and to make it to I the agree. quarterfinals of the World Cup. But collectively, you know, maybe they're not as good as the Netherlands. Netherlands obviously just has another level of class that the United States hasn't developed yet because it's a, it's a young team. But, hey, guys, we only have one shot. It's the yeah. 2026 World Cup at home. You know, minimum quarterfinals. For for fair. all that is a good shot. About this generation. He's great for short
2: this, tournaments, yeah.
1: This this generation, this this we've been talking it up so much, and if they don't make the quarterfinals at least,
0: uh, fair. I would you know, consider
1: it a failure.
0: One one uh one kind of data note that I want to throw out there, and um it's something that it was shared with me over the weekend. And it's funny that you mentioned Jose, you know Jose Mourinho as as a coach. But did you uh, did you know Nico and Socio that there's never been a international yeah, uh, ever win yeah, a world
1: a coach? foreign a foreign manager foreign man. coach. Stats are meant to be broken.
0: Hey, I agree. I agree. But uh, you know, we'll 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 see. So I want to dedicate that you know it's the It's gonna last-
1: happen. It's it's gonna happen at one point in our lives with, with football being so international. It's it's gonna Absolutely. happen and I think we'll find a trend, we'll find it being more mixed in, in the future, I think. Brazil. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, I don't I, I don't
0: I don't doubt it, and not only that, I, I think the US will I and I'm a big criticizer of the US men's national team on Twitter. I know uh you know a lot of people have seen that. But I, I do think the U.S. will win a World Cup in my lifetime. I do think that. I do think that because we are, you know, we are competing. We're we're getting better. Our athletes are just getting better. And I just think what we need is better coaching. I think we need, um, maybe the maybe like you said, Nico, some international coaching. Somebody to come in, you know, straighten out the locker room and and just you know get those kids playing. But I, I do think we will win the World Cup in my lifetime. I do that. I, do I don't know about that. all that. I don't Argentina had, and on top
2: of that you had to add Elenano. No, <laughs> we we don't have anybody. Yeah, I don't I don't know about it. I, I that think one I think time. it's crazy
1: with the athletes I don't know that about we have lifetime. Lo, lo, los, muchachos que juegan todos los deportes in estepa. Yeah, but, but those are the ones that I mean. Yeah, but we can't find we can't find one killer nine in in three hundred three hundred no 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 Okay, pero un un nuevo... Entiendo,
2: entiendo, entiendo.
1: How how have we not produced a Raúl Jiménez in his prime? Hey Siri, what's the population of the United States? 332 million people. Let's say half of them male. You can't find one
0: One guy that's
1: a beast at scoring.
0: but that, but yeah, but Nico, we could we could spend five shows talking about about that topic because we Let's really we know, we know you know, and we actually dedicated one show to that topic, which was youth soccer down here in in South Florida, and we're gonna. He's here. It.
1: The, the nine, in, he, I, he is in the country. I, oh, I know that for, I, I, I know it. I have all the belief and the confidence that that killer athlete, that killer nine. Is in the co- we just yeah we just you haven't a found him and, the and we're right, in find, right, different right places
0: right. And, and and look and that and that's why and I, and I, I want to shift the last you know 15 minutes of the show to to Inter Miami um you know because you know we we went to the game this weekend and I want to you know show some footage and and really I'm excited you know I I you know I really I mirado, I'm mirado excited, la yeah man so but let yeah, and then let, let, let's show the fans, you know, a few, a few, you know, pictures of, of yeah, you, know, yeah, Lucio, you know, what we got out there. You know, we had some nice seats. Let me interrupt you. Go As you're it. showing that picture, show them that picture. So we
2: get there. The tickets that he buys from StubHub, viejo, gone, disappeared. No confirmation, no nothing. We're at the ticket booth, bam, bam, bam. It's adorable, um, Dina, shout out Dina, we let her know b- about our podcast yesterday, she's watching, comes up to us with her husband, um, long white hair, guys, um, are you looking for tickets? Me and Danny are like, yeah, 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 we just, you know, for some reason, his tickets, come, come, we have two extra tickets, we have four, bam, we're walking, me and this guy are looking at each other, for some reason, when me and this guy hang out or do something, Something that isn't supposed to happen happens. And in always positive ways. Thank God. It's never been negative or anything. Yeah, but look, like, this is, out this is of nowhere. Look at that. Our seats were up there. One behind um, the booth where the commentators are to my left, four seats down. Fernando Fuyore, as he, los huevos, chilling, watching the game. Great seats. Great seats.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, definitely it was it was great to get out there. It was you know we got some nice shots out there. You know we were there to chill with la familia. It was it was really wonderful. You know, great game by the way. Definitely it was a fantastic game. You know we got some shots. Have you had a chance to get out to to Dry Pig Stadium, Nico? So
1: I'm trying to go maybe next Saturday. Um I was I was gonna be there um this Saturday and something came up and I and, and couldn't make it happen but um I'm trying to go next Saturday. I it's crazy because before I started working for CBS, I was covering Inter Miami, I would be there several times a week. Um and I was at the stadium for those first games in COVID when you couldn't sell out the stadium yet um and it's crazy see. how much it's changed and it's it's awesome to see the latino culture in miami and and funny enough um the 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 at at the fifa the best um ceremony that the argentina fans won best fans of of the year yeah. um amongst one of the argentina uh it's called the barras is cachito which is you know this figure this 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 Argentine uh, figure of, 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 of fanatics, right? In, in yeah. lives in Miami, um, and he was at the World Cup. Obviously, he's one of the main uh, guys that, when you think of Argentine fanatics at the World Cup, it's it's this guy Cachito. And from what I see, he's one of the people that runs one of the Las Barras in inner Miami. So uh, you're saying it's the best barra in the league? Well. We got some of the best barras in the world and the best barras of the league, so um, it's 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 awesome to see that. It's and and I mean not only Inter Miami but throughout the MLS, but yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. this Latino influence of of barras and of fanaticism yeah. that it, that we it's need to step our I mean, you we
0: go you go to fanatic. an Atlanta United game and eighty percent of their chance are in Spanish.
1: Yeah, man.
0: there you go. And, and, you have, and you have the American. I mean, the first ever, you know, MLS game that, that I went to post, you know, the Fusion and all that was at, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I told Greg Garza oh. that the other night. And um, I sat in the supporters section. And you have, you know, these Americans chanting, dale, 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 dale. And I'm here <laughs> like, <laughs> dale, 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 vamos arriba, carajo. And it's just, it gets you going. And I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I've been I've been critical about uh ab- about going to the stadium and, and I've been critical about you know going you know going to see Int at Miami because I, I don't want to make the drive. I, I said I wasn't gonna go till they move to Miami. But you know, we made a promise to to the fans. We went out there and awesome. um, let me tell you the hospitality and social, you, you can echo my sentiment. Hospitality A one. That, was great. No, I that mean, was great. That was great. That little vice
2: City corner. Yep. Just
0: yeah. Man. Hey, Nico, we got in. Nos dieron un choricito. no, nos We got in. We got in. We got It was like well, okay. I hope I
1: can get there on Saturday and get and get the Vice City hospitality as well that you, that you know, guys got. I'll be
0: there. I'll be there. So if anything, text me and I'll I'll get you in. I know a couple of the guys. I know you know a couple of the guys. I know a couple of the guys. Let's go and we'll have the choripans together and we'll talk about awesome. talking about the show and some soccer. So, but I'll tell you, you know, I, like I said, I've been very very critical, um, but I have to say, you know, uh, I love my experience there. Absolutely love my experience. You know, that's awesome. Uh, that's here's great. a video, here, Nico, here's a video of the second goal, man, because I, I want you not to only experience a good view, but you need to go to La Barra at least for a half because that's what me and Socio did. First half, we experienced in nice seats. Second half, we went, you know, we went with La Familia. and <laughs> <laughs> It's beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, it's not that... Not every day that you get to see in Miami. That's so um, you know, other than that, you know, I, I want to bring one other thing up that uh, you know, one of our, our our followers actually and I'm gonna show the question out here. He had asked, you know, Frankie had asked, you know, he's late and he wanted to know if the stadium was sold out. And and just in case anybody joining us really, really late, you know, I haven't really mentioned it, but Nico Cantor is joining us on, on the show today as a special guest. So um but I want I want to put a little another little uh, picture up on the screen because it was something that came out on Twitter the other day from an MLS account MLS Network. Where they showed you know they showed the the amount of I guess attendance figures, and I thought it was a little unfair, so I kind of responded you know to that person and and said you know let's let's look at it a little bit differently. Yeah, you know there was almost you know 60, 69,000 people there in Charlotte, but if you look at it, it was only ninety two percent sold out. You look at Inter-Miami, you know, we were down here on the list with only 17,655, but we were 98% sold out, and the place was rocking. I will tell you. Social will tell you. It was full. Beautiful. Of was amazing. Nobody was left earlier. Everybody was. Yeah. So I think it's a little awesome. unfair to show that stat.
1: Yeah. That's, I hope this Philly game mismo. We're
0: going to need it for the
2: Philly game. You know,
1: you know what's important, I think? Bielsa had said it that one of the most important things you could do for the growth of soccer is support your local soccer. Um, and, and I know that Fort Lauderdale is, is, a, is a drive and a half for, for us that live in Miami. Um, but it's... it's uh, it, it, I, I think, you know, the stadium experience, if it, it's worth it to go up on a Saturday and... and uh, what time were you back, for example?
0: So we, I mean, we we went up really early because we wanted to get yeah, some, you know, some footage and stuff. So we left like around around four, three uh-huh. thirty, around three thirty.
2: Okay. Yeah, four forty five.
1: Yeah, it took about and, forty. And you, 40. And got back, back
0: 30 minutes,
2: eleven. Yeah, the drive back's easier.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, drive
2: up, look,
1: I I think I think for now they're going to get support i think i think they found people to want to go to to fort lauderdale and and the more you develop this the, the team and the better the team gets the more that people want to go right but i think it's going to be something else when the team moves to miami because they built the whole the whole selling point of this franchise was in their Miami. Miami Miami. And it's crazy that it's like history repeats itself and they're at the old Lockhart site. And you know, we're we're finding ourselves doing the same things that we were doing 20 years ago. And and I think they know that and, and we all know that this is temporary. And and once they can get, I think it's called Miami Freedom Park, that, that where Mel golf course is in front of the airport. Once they they have that, I think that's gonna be amazing. I I'll think that this, that that little area is gonna be a mile away.
0: Nico, I have insider information that the loan has been approved, um, <laughs> and um, the construction it will get started sometime at the end of March. So, wow. On uh, on Saturday, I'll let you know how I know that insider information. But I, unfortunately, I can't let the listeners know. That's that's just. You gotta, pre- you, got, you gotta
1: protect your sources absolutely, you gotta, absolutely. You, gotta, you gotta tell anybody but yeah but that's gonna be that's gonna be the the next absolutely. stage you know that's that's you know this whole vision that Jorge Mas and Beckham had on the outset of, of this team when you when you play in Miami and and in I think that's gonna be the next the next level i think that's when you're going to be able to attract real stars and especially in miami like i think miami needs stars um i think iwain was a good start but when when are we going to get somebody in their prime that's that's bossy yeah you know A uh, kind of like a Lorenzo Insigne for Toronto went when where's you the know someone, someone that yeah. is still able to play at a top level, like or what Chicharito, I guess, was in a sense for LA. I think yeah, from a
2: market, uh, you know, huh? I had rescue pull from Chelsea, but I not know. It, I
0: mean, I, I mean, that would be fantastic. Why not? I mean, that well, would be a dream Inter, signing
1: for Inter, yes, but for Inter Miami, it needs to be a Latino. <laughs> It's got to be someone to make them the it. face to, to make you know, the we, face of the club. Look, we, that, that, like that.
0: that's been a topic on a lot of our a lot of our shows, and we've heard from some from some people on that. Um, I agree with you, um, and, and look, I know, I know. We say it needs to be somebody in their prime, but and I, I had a, a an interaction today with somebody over Twitter, and it's funny that uh, <laughs> that that Frankie says that, but and I'm going to that, but you know. Shocking. What Suarez is doing in
1: Brazil, I mean, he would have been amazing here. I mean, yeah, I think Suarez. I think Suarez would have been a, the, the. thing is that Suarez didn't have, a, in Miami, didn't have the discovery rights on Suarez. So if he was assigned for an MLS squad, it would have been for. LA. I think he was. It was LAFC. Was it LA?
0: Yeah. Was it like it was forty grand for that Was LAFC had the discovery right? So there was there was talk that he was going to go to LAFC. Uh, and then that never really materialized, yeah. and I think I think so, eventually he wanted to come to Miami, and so I think for, that, for I example, I think right, it, like fifty k,
1: right? But I don't I don't know if you can pay off that discovery right. For example, anyway, but Suarez for example would have been unbelievable um, at at Inter Miami in the sense that um, a legendary figure. And, yeah, what he's doing in Brazil now, I think we need to take it with a grain of salt because it's not the Brasileirao and it's the Campeonato um, from, from um, Porto Alegre, which is right. you're playing second right. and third division teams. But it's similar but, to the MLS. Let's, let, 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 let's be honest. I mean... He, yeah. It's it's less traveling and it's local. Yes, yes. Suarez is Suarez I think I think he would have a lot of fun scoring in 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 the MLS um but I think we somebody can't else wait have Two a lot of fun in the MLS Who?
0: I think a lot of uh, somebody else going to have a lot of fun scoring in the MLS and he's a lefty and he's going to be coming this summer. Well, I, don't I, know, yeah, I don't know I don't hope
1: for I mean yeah he will get, get to enjoy be, the new stadium though. That would be that would be crazy. That That'll that, that, them that is what everything that you that you work for hope to achieve early on in Miami. That is there's nothing better than that. That would be nuts, 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 revolutionary. Beckham times
2: ten. Beckham times ten.
1: Beckham times ten. <sighs> yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And and if he okay. can win a championship, and I think I think the. I, I don't know. You think you guys think that if Messi shows up to Inter Miami, he can change the team like that, and he'll be so, in, are, are Inter Miami immediate championship contenders with Messi on the team?
0: So the, the, yes. this is what I think.
2: I could you imagine? Yeah. Give me one second. Could you imagine? No disrespect to any you know, Un central de un MLS y el enano caminando. What Means like this, like Bambi?
1: Ah,
0: I don't know. I think we. Immediately, you have to put us as contenders. Yes, yes, but I, I don't think he comes alone. I think he comes to somebody else. I think he and 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 the rumor has been he uh, comes uh, just, just, just with you that know. whole new
2: rule that they just made up for us.
0: Well, that right, the whole new rule that okay, they the just buyout. made up, where buyout. you can buy out a DP in the middle of the season. So that means bye bye to Pizarro if he doesn't play well in the first six months. And right. months, you buy him out. You have three open DP spots. You can bring. My dream, my dream summer signing would be Leo Messi, Busquets, Fidel y Maria. You bring those three, you sign me good. up to the next three years of championships.
1: Right. Ciao. I mean, I I think Inter Miami that's the move that Inter Miami Just needs to make. And I think that's I think at the end of the day, that's the vision that Beckham saw on the up from the very beginning, on the outset of this this journey building a club, because Miami's sexy. Miami's attractive. You want World Cup champs? Oh. You got World Cup champs. You, you 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 gotta have Miami swagger, South Beach swagger. You, you 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 people will have to come to Miami like, oh shit, like like Inter Miami with Beckham as the owner. I I know it takes time to build something like what Pat Riley did with the Heat, but that's the feeling. That's the feeling you gotta you gotta create. Yeah, you well, to make it through.
0: That, that's why I've been so critical, and why I think you know people people have seen me as as, as sort of like a bad guy or, or or you know overcritical of Inter Miami is because you know when Beckham came in and with Jorge Mas they kind of sold us an image. Maybe maybe I I expected overexpected what it was, and and that's my that's my that's my fault, you know. But I was kind of, you know, thinking of the Galacticos of the MLS. That, that was my vision of,
1: of what, I was, what I was seeing. I, I yeah. mean, I think everybody I – think, I think they want to achieve that. And I think there were a lot of bumps in the road in the sense that, look, they, they were scrambling to sign a coach from the very beginning. So they already started a couple yeah, yeah, yeah. Steps, steps back. They, then COVID hit. The pandemic happened. That wasn't good. And then when uh, Marcelo Claudio a from a left right. – and then all the financial cheating—can we call it cheating? Because I think that's what if you're breaking the administrative. It wouldn't rules be Miami
0: though.
2: That's what, that's what Paul did. That it wouldn't thing. be a Miami thing if we a Miami team if we didn't throw spice it up a little. bit. A, a little cocaine. So there for no, I think
1: I think you know it's gonna take a couple of seasons, and 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 I think we in between the, the sports direction of. Uh, hopefully they can line up the vision of the owners with with the sports direction because I, I think it's very difficult to to manage a team financially and administratively with all the with all the that's the all yeah, the difficult you gotta jump between hoops that the MLS puts on you with all the restrictions that the team has.
0: you gotta not only be
1: competitive, you want to sign the best players and that's you wanna respect this- the rules. It's, it's a very difficult mix of juggling, um, but I hope Inter-Miami can figure it out because that's the vision that they sold us. And at the end of the day, as Miamians, we got to support this vision and this team. And, and hopefully, sooner rather than later, we get that. And I think, with, I mean, I, I, I don't think Messi finding Joseph, Messi finding Campana, that's not <laughs> bad, man, for the MLS that's not when, bad. I if, I'm, I
0: if, I'm, if I'm campana, and I'm and I'm listening, that message... His calf stop, stops hurting right now. Yeah, it, I, it, I, it's I'm it's like nice. pinchame, pinchame que juego. Hey, que? give me calf. No problem. Exactly. <laughs> so, but hey, man. I mean, I I, I really want to end on on that one. I want to thank you, Nico, so much oh, for, for joining you. us. Really, thank you guys. It's, Grande, it's papa so thank you man. for you to come. Yeah, I know. Thank um, you guys you know i hope you can come back you know again you know maybe when when we get deeper into it opa league and we can really analyze some of those some of those games but uh once again thank you so much thank you so much to our fans for watching this is football don't forget to subscribe uh to our instagram our twitter and our uh youtube and don't forget to hit the little bell there that way you notify you get notified when one of our videos comes out so thank you so much again this is football hey guys i'm going well, to be here on anything, saturday everybody. I'm one know so far. I'm going to be there next Saturday. I'm a realtor, man. <laughs> I like it. It's a really good book. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.